When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV, and of course, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, I'm really excited for this one. We're going to talk about how women and teenagers in Africa, particularly in Nigeria, are using WordPress to thrive. And joining us for that conversation from How Do You Tech, I'd like to welcome to Press This, Mary Job. Mary, welcome to Press This. Hi, baby. Thank you for having me on this show. I'm so excited to be here too. I'm so glad you're here, and I want to thank you for, for joining us later in the day, your time there in Nigeria. What, what city are you in there, Mary? I'm currently in Ijebode. It's uh, 6, 10 p.m. here right now. All right, all right. So not too bad here while we record this episode, but uh, still later in the day, so thank you for that. Uh, for those listening, though, what Mary's going to go into today um, is her work around Iwani uh, uh, Hub, and her incredible story of helping to equip and empower underrepresented population of women and teenagers living in rural and low-income households in Nigeria uh, around computer and internet technology and research skills, but also how to build with WordPress. And so I thought this was an incredible story of Mary's and thought I'd have her on the show to, to tell us all about it. Uh, Mary, I'm going to start with the question, though, that's a little more general. It's the same question I ask every guest. I was actually also asked of you if you have a WordPress.org profile, um, but I was wondering if you could tell us your WordPress origin story. When was the first time you used WordPress? Okay, great. Um, so the first time I used WordPress, I uh, was in 2012. It's actually on my WordPress.org profile. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm just trying to write, you know, I was just trying to blog there. And I was like, this software is complicated. I think I better find something else. And then I went to up pages and, um, blog spot yeah blogger uh, the blog is still there for sentimental reasons but uh, I discovered WordPress again in 2015 during my internship in Ghana 
uh, for my master's program. And I remember my uncle telling me, oh, but our site, uh, it's an NGO that I volunteered for. Like, our site is built on WordPress. I'm like, really? You could use WordPress to build a site? I didn't know that. I thought you could only use WordPress to uh, blog. I didn't realize you could use it to uh, build a site. So um, I delved right in and I was like fascinated, like, wow, oh my God, why didn't I take the time to actually learn how this works the first time I discovered it? Maybe I would have been um, a deep developer or designer by then, but that's how I got into WordPress. Uh, that's how I discovered WordPress and I have not looked back ever since. Oh, fantastic. What were you studying in your master's program? Was it related to the web or was it unrelated? It was related. It was information management. Okay, so not too far. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You said this was 2015 when you discovered you could make websites with WordPress? Yes, it was 2015 that I discovered I could do that with WordPress. I was surprised. All right, well, uh, yeah, for me, like, uh, and I, 2010 was when custom post types and custom meta fields came out. And like, I feel like in the 2007 range when like widgets and short codes were released, like that was the time frame when I think like WordPress was like known for building websites. But of course we all have our different journeys there. So it's interesting to hear about yours. Um, now you're currently working at a company called How Do You Tech and particularly with uh, the Paid Memberships Pro product. So could you tell us a little bit about what you do there? Okay, yes. Yeah. So I currently work full-time at Paid Memberships Pro. It's not in conjunction with Hadjitech. Hadjitech is my side also that I started uh, before I started working for Paid Memberships Pro. Uh, paid Memberships Pro is a membership plugin, very popular uh, in the WordPress space. It's uh, the plugin you could use to turn your site into uh, a membership website. Right, and I work as a support engineer there. I'm going on two years now, and to tell you, um, I think this has been one of my best experiences in WordPress because of the people that I work with. Are uh, I think I was very fortunate uh, that as my first remote job, I found myself in the midst of people who are so open to sharing and lifting you up and you know encouraging you to grow. So. Um, that has actually done a lot for me and the way I think uh, uh, so far. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. fantastic. I haven't gotten the opportunity to get to know really anyone over there other than you. Uh, so I'm going to have to do a little research ah. after this. I know we have customers, of course, on the WP Engine platform that find success with Paid Memberships Pro, but to hear you paint a picture of the team, uh, that's sounded really awesome. I'll have to do a little bit more digging. Maybe I have a connection I don't realize. Um, you should. You should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. Um, so, apologize for getting the how how do you tech part wrong, um, but maybe you could tell us no, a little I... bit about how do you tech and exactly uh, what the backstory is there. Okay, so how do you tech came to being when, uh, like I said, I discovered WordPress in 2015, and then in 2016, somebody asked me to build their site, and then you know I started researching. Uh, it's uh, good to note that before this time, like my first degree has nothing to do with uh, computer science, actually. Like, I didn't even know what HTML was in 2015 or 2016. That's how, you know, deep it goes. But uh, so um, because of my fascination with computers and the internet, so I actually opened my first email in 2002. I just finished secondary school, then what you call high school over there. And uh, I was always so fascinated by the web you know for me it was always like oh wow at first i did it for fun right i always wanted to be an hr person manage people because i like managing people 
And then in 2015 and 2016, I realized, I think I'm trying to chase the wrong field. Well, maybe not really wrong, but why am I trying to do this if I'm good at getting answers on the web, right? Because I get people calling me and asking me, Mary, how do I do this? How do I do that? So when I was looking for a company name uh, to register officially, I'm not function as a freelancer uh, anymore. But then I was already good with building sites, uh, designing sites, but not the coding part then, but designing websites, I was good at that. So a friend of mine said, uh, why are you looking for a name? You already have a name. How do you tech? People are always asking you, how do they do this and that in tech? So how do you tech it is a good name. And that's how the name stuck. And I actually like it. And right now, how do you tech is registered in Rwanda and registered in Delaware in the US, as well as here in Nigeria. That's fantastic. And it's kind of a precursor to some of the work you started doing with Iwani in a way through the, through the nature of helping others to learn and to um, you know, be able to use technology uh, for, for their benefit. Um, so thank you for the how do you tech story. That was uh, interesting to hear that kind of uh, backstory there. So Yuwani Hub though, this is something you also created. So could you tell us a little bit about what Yuwani Hub is? What is your miss mission and what does Yuwani stand for? Okay, so this is actually also a very funny story. So um, when I formed out Geotech, I, I was working in Lagos in automobile and, you know, working uh, nine to five jobs was more like nine to nine anyway. Uh, and then having to go to the office was quite a lot. I wanted to really focus on building a business online. Uh, so I had to leave the job and then I decided to move back to uh, where I'm from, which is the Jebu Motion. So Uwani is in the Jebu Motion. And when I moved back here, my parents have a village hotel here, uh, Charlotte style, very large compound. So I thought to myself, oh, they have a room, a spare room, which they used to use for the bar that was not being used anymore. So I said, okay, why don't I make this space my office space? Because then I remember my mom was 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 worried. Even my dad was worried, like, oh, what, what, what do you mean you want to work from home? Like, we don't understand that concept, you know. Like, you mean you can actually work from home? Like, yeah, you can work from home. So I decided to turn one of the rooms into my office space. Uh, I did that. And then I thought, why am I turning this into an office space? This could actually be, uh, this could actually be a space where I give back to the community where I'm from. This could actually be a hub where I teach people how to use computers, right? Teach women and girls how to use computer. And for me, that was, that was the turning point. So the name came, the name Uwani came from uh, my dad's mom. Uh, my dad doesn't know his mom, right? I think the stories that she died at childbed and he was really, it was like maybe two or three years old then. So he doesn't even really know uh, a name per se. They call her Uwani, right? That's what he calls her. So Uwani was like, okay, fine. Let me name the hub after my grandmother that I never met. And I did take a trip to our town, actually, I think in 20. You know, 17. It's somewhere in the north and the far north. I did take a trip there and it was it was actually very interesting and eye-opening because uh, getting there, nobody could speak English and I couldn't speak Aousa, which is like the local language there. And so I had to get somebody on the phone to translate everything I said. But all the older people were looking at me like they, they were seeing somebody that they know, you know. 
and I discovered uh, some of my um, cousins and you know it was fascinating so I thought okay what what um for me was like okay yeah this is perfect let me name it up after my grandmother that I never met so and that's then, uh, uh she, I was yeah. going to say that's a, a really, I think, interesting story. So like you saw this opportunity there with this empty space. And I think this yeah. is so, you know, kind of close to how the web developer and web designer mind works, which is like, there's some space. What can I do with it that would be helpful? And you chose uh, to help your community, which I think is very, um, you know, very commendable. And it sounds like the name kind of rooted uh, with your grandmother and, and um, you know, was real special as well. I want to deep dive deeper into this, um, but we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I'm interviewing Mary Job about her work in Nigeria and Africa to help underrepresented women and teenagers with technology and other skills, uh, life skills and career skills uh, to help them out. Uh, Mary, right before the break, you were talking about kind of your Yuwani uh, origin story where you had this empty space in this office uh, building you were working in and you decided to help, uh, you know, basically women and teenagers from this space. Uh, and you named it after your grandmother, which I thought was really sweet part of that story. Um, but like, what, what, what happened? Like, how did you like make that real? Um, how did you, you decide to start reaching out to people and bringing them in and, and training them? Like, what was that next step beyond just like seeing the empty room and thinking I could do something with this? Oh, yeah. So the first thing I did was to make flyers and put it out there and tell friends and family, like, you know, if you have daughters that are in high school or that are um, graduating from high school, bring them down to the orb. I'll teach them how to use computers to empower themselves so that when they go to universities, uh, they know how to do research and how to get information from the web that would help them with uh, their school. Um, yeah, so that's what I did. And we had three students to begin with. Yes, we had three students to begin with and it was fun. And then I had an older student so even though the mission of Ruaniob was to focus on women and teenagers and girls, um, I felt a little bit bad at focusing on just girls 
right? So I said, okay, women and teenagers, teenagers I can answer. So that's how we came to focus on women and teenagers, right? But I never turned anybody away because I remember I had this 60-something-year-old lecturer who came. Uh, he had heard about the help from a friend. And then he came and said, oh, yeah, he was going to be my student. And he learned how to blog uh, for a month, which was fun. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Here. Yeah. It sounds like you're, you're just, you know, you have the empty space. You've got your three students. You're kind of, you know, wanting to help, you know, whoever is kind of raising their hand for the help. Um, yes, so, so we started with um, the digital skills uh, um, workshops, you know, we actually had uh, a number of people turn up, even from the, the town here, uh, turn up for classes, we, I tried to get some of my friends who were in other fields, uh, like I had a friend come teach photography, smartphone photography, and then in August of that year, we decided, okay, so why not do a teenager's camp? And that was actually our first teenagers camp. I think we had like eight students, uh, seven or eight of them, uh, both boys and girls who signed up for the teenage camp. And they were coming from outside, right? They were coming from outside. And then the next year we had our second camp and we decided to camp everybody on the premises uh, with the hotel sponsoring uh, the rooms. We decided to camp everybody on the premises. And well, the rest of it is history. We've had a series of events. We've had a women's tech uh, boot camp for older women who are working. Uh, we've had the teenager summer camp, the first, second, and the third time this year. This year we had about 28 kids. Yeah, 2018. It was a lot of work, but it was, it was worth it. Why did you decide to follow this path with Yuwani with that? open space you found in the office building, or open room you found in the office building, like why this? I mean, I get obviously like you're doing very good work. I'm just curious, like what was your motivation for pursuing this versus other things you might've considered? Yes, so that is actually uh, very um, funny too. So if you know Nigeria very well, uh, you would know Lagos. Lagos is like the center of everything. I mean, there are other two other big cities, two or three, but Lagos takes the icing on the cake. You know, there is nothing you want that you can't get in Lagos City, right? And there are so many herbs in Lagos, like so many of them, every corner. And then there was this time uh, Mark Zuckerberg came to Nigeria, you know, that spawned also creation of like herbs. People had like digital um, herbs or mechanical herbs, the ones you call maker spaces, you know. Sure. But these herbs were only focused on the big cities, which is fine. I mean, I, I could understand the business or uh, implication of uh, taking your herb to a city where it's, um, you know, it's like new, it's like, well, it's, it's not new, but it's like people don't see the value in it until you show them the value. Uh, of being a part of uh, the herb computer herb community. So uh, for me, it was the decision was, uh, okay, yeah, so we don't have a herb here. So it means that even though our kids are going to school, because I have a daughter and when she comes home and I ask her, so how often do you do they teach you computer? And she says, oh, they have a computer room, but they're only allowed to use it like once in a month. They don't even use it, they just like look at it, you know. And I was I was always curious, like your school is supposed to be a private school and you're not even using computers, right? You're not learning how it works. So imagine what happens in the public schools that, that most likely don't have computers. I mean, the state of the classroom tells you that 
they don't have computers. So that was also why last, uh, before COVID, the year before that, we did a lot of outreaches. We went to different schools uh, to try and uh, talk to uh, uh, girls and, and uh, uh, like students in the school to try and get, you know, get their interest picked in digital skills and uh, how it could be of help to them in their educational career. So for me, the decision was simply there are no hubs in this village, although people from here would argue and say it's a town. I like to call it a village, so they should forgive me for that. Uh, there are no hubs in this in this town, you know, it's, that for me was like a, uh, the reason why I set it up. Like I wanted to do something that people weren't doing or people weren't doing for the community. Right, so, so okay, let's set up the hub in a village and call it a village hub, you know, and because people from here also need to be exposed to this technology. It's not like they are not exposed to it. I mean, they know WhatsApp, they know Facebook uh, from the outreaches we did, but do they really know uh, what it means to be digitally skilled and how it can help empower uh, their lives? That's what we wanted to do differently here. That's fantastic. It sounds like, you know, you're filling a need there. You kind of made the point that in Lagos, and I probably pronounced that incorrectly, so sorry, Mary, um, but there's there's more access to these hubs, but where you're from, there wasn't. And so in your community, there was a need, but it also sounds like you had that personal connection, like you've named it after <clears throat> the grandmother you never met, of course, but then you also have this connection to your daughter and, and you know, I'm guessing making sure that her and her friends and the others in the community have access to, to this type of training and, and computing uh, computers and, and skills and things like that. Would you say that's fair to say, Mary? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. So I know that you were awarded uh, some uh, funding from the Yoast Diversity Fund. Congratulations for that and a uh, hat tip for me uh, to the Yoast team for running that. But what did you do with that funding? How did, how did you help people? What did you do? Okay, yes. Yeah. So you remember I said we started with a space, uh, with a room, it's a 12 by 12 feet room. We started with, as we grew over the years, I realized that we needed a much bigger space because right now, for instance, we only have eight workstations uh, in the computer room and we had funding from uh, an organization in the past, Web Foundation, they uh, sponsored the outreaches we had before COVID, right, for seven months straight and, and also uh, the purchase of three computers. So, what I wanted was a computer room where we had like 30 workstations and that of course would not be possible in the space that we had. So I started thinking we need a bigger space. Uh, of course my parents were more than willing to give us a space on the compound to actually put up a building that we would call our orb uh, in the future, hopefully by January uh, we would open, right? So I was eager to turn that space into you know, like a big hub where we have room filled with computers upstairs and the maker space downstairs. Uh, so I started raising money for that. And uh, what I really wanted was a summer camp this year to be held in the new hub, right? But we couldn't make that happen. So when I applied for the US Diversity Fund and the center were going to fund the summer camp this year, right? So we used the funding 
to uh, sponsor, uh, to fund the event, the summer camp that we had this year, all the kids were camped on the premises, the facilitators uh, rotated, it took tons of weeks, they were also camped, feeding, uh, accommodation, everything was all sponsored and paid for here. Uh, because oh, we actually is... had some, yeah, I had some parents who wanted their kids to come from town, like some of the kids from my daughter's school, uh, the, the parents, but I, I explained to them why that was not a good idea because, I mean, with COVID and all, it would be nice to have the kids come and go. And then every day I worry in the morning, have they gotten to their house at the back? You know. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I'm glad you were able to put those funds to good use and allow the kids there to attend the camp uh, sponsored. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the opportunity there, um, and I'm glad that you were able to put those funds to good use. Uh, I do want. Yeah, I'm, it, it, I was going to say it, I am it, very. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, I, it's okay. It's okay. I was just going to say I, I am very curious though about like how WordPress plays a role in your workshops and in, in the way you support your community. Um, but we're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're in the middle of our episode learning about how women and teenagers in Africa are using WordPress to thrive. And, and joining us for that conversation is Mary Job. Mary, right before the break, you were telling us a little bit about how you're able to leverage the funds you receive from the Yoast Diversity Fund to hold essentially a, a free camp for kids this summer. Um, and I, I think that that's fantastic. Now we've talked generally about Yuwani and um, just curious though about the WordPress parts. Um, how does your WordPress play a role in what you do at Yuwani Hub? It was a challenge trying to focus on a specific training because then when we would get feedbacks from parents, you know, they say, oh no, I want my kids to learn robotics. I want my kids to learn programming. So in the initial stages, we were stretching ourselves a lot thin because we were trying to be able to please our parents. But then this year we decided, how about we teach what we're actually good at? Digital skills, yes, we have to teach that because you need the foundation. WordPress, we're good at that. If it is WordPress publishing, WordPress uh, design, WordPress development, we are good at that. So how about we focus on that? So this year we decided to focus on digital skills and WordPress. So three things actually, digital skills, WordPress and entrepreneurship, right? So the idea was you get the foundation, uh, you get the WordPress skills and then you, you learn the entrepreneurial skills so that you're able to, uh, for older people, they're able to uh, market um, whatever skills they have learned from us. So we decided we're focusing on WordPress. I mean, I could teach WordPress on my sleep. Um, and I have, um, thankfully, I have a lot of people in the community who are more than willing to come to our org because most of our facilitators have come from Lagos. In fact, all of them come from Lagos, Ibado, and other cities, right? 
And that's where most of the people who come to take our, our, our workshops at the camps or the boot camp, they come from these cities. And we, thanks to the community, we have access to uh, those people and we're able to build a relationship with them enough for them to show up when we need them to take uh, a WordPress class. So I don't actually have to take the class all the time, which is great, especially the development class. So um, with your sponsoring this year's uh, uh, camp, it was a very good, so previously, before now, uh, a name chief, that is EZWP, also reached out and said they wanted to sponsor our um, our participants with free blogs. That was the first year we had the camp. And I remember telling them then that uh, it'll be difficult for the kids to be able to maintain those blogs right after the camp because they're just new to digital skills and new to this technology. So instead we created a class blog, which we'll be maintaining, which uh, for everybody that passes through our events, including the teenagers, they publish their story on our class blog. But this year, uh, we realized that from last year's camp, a lot of them already had blogs. And I was happy that quite a number of them actually maintained their blogs. Well, my daughter <laughs> maintained her blog, even if you know, she was hesitant to write posts. But I made sure she maintained her blog and she published posts often about her experiences. So this year, we said, let's go deeper and teach them WordPress design. And that's what we're doing going forward. Right, we're focusing. So we have this what what I call a vision 2010 uh, 2030 WordPress goals. So my desire now, her desire at the hub, is to be able to uh, teach uh, by 2030 five teach 5,000 women and teenagers WordPress. But more importantly, this is the part that I'm most concerned about is uh, also at the same time encouraging those people to actively contribute back to the software. Because if you look at the contribution uh, chart for people who contribute to WordPress, uh, if you look at the chart globally, you would see that from our region here, uh, from our continent and our individual countries, that number isn't quite high. It's, it's, the number is not high at all. For instance, if you go to the local languages of Nigeria and make the WordPress and WordPress translate, you'll find that our languages have been translated like 0%. Which is why we're saying let's focus on WordPress. You know, we'll do digital skills, which is the foundation, but let's focus on WordPress because WordPress actually has a lot of you know career options within it. It's not just about blogging, it's not just development, you have documentation, you have polyglots, you know, these are all places that can be explored. You have testing, these are all uh, aspects that can be built into a career. So this is why we're focusing on WordPress going forward. And yeah. Mary, that sounds wonderful. It sounds like you settled on teaching folks the skills that you knew well, um, which I think is a wonderful yeah. way to give back. And then I really love the fact that you're teaching the, the kind of philosophy of contribution and giving back uh, to your students to kind of carry that forward. And I, I, it's really commendable, particularly from the polyglot scenario. And just having you know a more diverse uh, you know body of folks contributing to WordPress worldwide. Well, I wish I had more time to like go deeper into this, but this was really interesting. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mary. It was it was wonderful, but thank you for having me on the show. Of course, of course. If uh, those listening would like to learn more about what Mary's up to, or even to contribute, I did by the way. Uh, you can visit uwani. Thank you. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. Uwani.org, uh, U-W-A-N-I.org. And uh, that's the site you can go to to visit, to check out what more of what Mary's up to, but also to contribute. Um, thanks everyone for listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.